The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Work it, make it, do it. Makes us harder, better, faster, stronger. Yeah, that, 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 that don't kill me. It can only make me stronger. I need you to hurry up now. Cause I can't wait much longer. I know I got to be right now. Cause I can't get much stronger. Man, I've been waiting all night now. That's how long I've been on ya. Alrighty, you hear that song, you know it's that time. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in, of course, I'm in Phoenix and I'm living like it matters. And I hope all of you are doing the best you can to take care of this environment and leave it to, uh, to our children and, and grandchildren and, and great-grandchildren. Just uh, create more of a sustainable environment. So hopefully they're going to create a more sustainable professional football league too but uh there there's some things going on right now man and i'm i've been waiting all week to talk about this and i'm happy to be back so if you get a chance you can join me uh sometimes you call sometimes you don't but i know you listen and i certainly appreciate that in case you would like to call the number is 888-346-9144 don't be scared you can call me. I, I'll take your call. We can talk a little bit, but don't be scared. That's, I think, what I want to talk a little bit about today when it comes to football. See, football is a game that you cannot be scared to play football. Uh, I think most of us uh, learn that, you know, very early in our football career. If you're, if you're, if you're afraid. This is not the game to play. Parents, if you have a son out there who wants to play football and he's a little timid, he's a little shy, if you work with him and stay with him and you can't work him through that, then I would suggest that you take him to more of a nonviolent sport because football is a very violent sport. In fact, I think football is such a violent sport that they need to do a little bit more research and 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 the cause and effects of being involved in such a violent sport for so many years. It's interesting. I was watching a program on TV the other night and they were talking about the characteristics of an individual who participates on a regular basis with these violent games. I think Columbine and those kids who who were involved in that, uh, those who actually who were not the victims, but those who actually committed the crimes i think they were um they were avid game players violent game players and then they actually were able to to link up the brain and assess assess the brain as you were playing these violent games and they they were able to look at the brain patterns and how they affected you and 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 what that did to your psyche and and made you think more violently or wanted to be more violent or or something of that nature but it was a direct tie into yes there is a change in the personality or the thought process of a person when they're involved in these violent games 
Now, I say that because, again, we're talking about don't be scared, okay? When you play football, you can't be scared either to be hit or to hit somebody. It takes courage to hit somebody. It's almost like, you know, getting they talk about getting in front of a, a freight train. And I remember one time my son wanted to do a project, and I'm going to continue to talk about this because the teacher was just asinine to think that there was not a mathematical equation or scientific equation. Science and math go hand in hand because my son wanted to measure, you know, how powerful a person must be in order to deliver a blow at running at a certain speed. And so he wanted to, you know, make this problem and solve this problem and tell you what the impact was and how violent the hit was. You know, when you got somebody coming at you at full speed and you got to stand there and you got to hit them or even more so if somebody's running at full speed and you got to run at full speed and you have to hit that person. So it's either you're going to deliver the blow or you're going to receive the blow. But either way, there's going to be some pain. And I tell my son this all the time, too. You know, hey, don't tell me that you're hurt. Hell, if you're going to play football, you're going to get hurt. So you can't be afraid to get hurt hurt you can't be scared don't be scared if you're gonna play football because you're gonna get some pain you can't be scared because you're gonna get hurt if you step on my foot that hurts if you bump into me you hit my knee when the knees bump you know on the basketball court you ever see two players bump their knees that hurt like hell oh that hurts you know you get a turf burn that hurts when you get a turf burn in case any of you out there are not aware of this you're scared when you get a turf burn to take a shower because you've been out on that football field playing football all day long. I mean, you could be playing against some of the, the most fearful men in football. You could have got hit by Ray Lewis and that's okay. Cause you got out, but you got a turf burn and you look at that damn turf burn and instantly you think, Oh, shh, I can't believe this. I got a damn turf burn. And you just dread the fact that you got to go and get in the shower and your skin has been removed. You can see the white on your body. And you got to get in the damn shower. <sighs> I know all those players out there right now, they felt the same thing I felt. I, I, it's been 20 years, 30 years, 50 years, 100 years, seems like, since I had a turf burn. But man, can't be scared. So get in that shower, take a shower and go and get the bandage up. But I'm talking about fear and football and scared. But what am I really talking about? I'm really talking about Michael Vick. I just wanted to bring it to the air that way. But what the hell are you talking about, Michael Vick? I'm talking about why is it that right now there are so many players. Listen, I always tell my friends and people I communicate with, and you know, people here on this earth, we know because of the news, because of the information and way it, the way it is received and the way it's sent out across mag- any platform, you, you name it. There's so many different platforms now. The majority of times when you go into an environment and there are conversations going on, you're pretty familiar with those conversations. So if that being the case, you can't tell me that there are more National Football League current players that are having conversations about if or if not Michael Vick should be allowed to come back and play football. 
but yet still there are so many of them that are in fear of saying it, anything positive or negative about it. And why? Why is that? Because they're in fear of what the repercussions may be. See, there is one thing that I, I, I of all the things that I've ever done as a professional athlete that I, I don't know if I regret, but I certainly wish I would have took, taken a greater advantage of the opportunity. Is that is what I do right now. I have a microphone in front of me. There are so many times where people would criticize athletes for their lack of stance on certain issues in society. See, people want athletes to be role models, but they only want them to, to, to play a role in what they want them to play a role in. They don't want them to, to play a role in what the athlete's agenda is and what he has an opinion about, his own personal opinion. They want to push the problems off, society's problems off on athletes and hold us accountable for what the problems are in society. And then if you've got your own personal agenda, well, this isn't the place for you to do that, Mr. Ellis. You're not supposed to. It's not your personal agenda. We don't care about your personal agenda. Tell those kids don't do drugs. Stay in school. You know, be good citizens. Don't drive drunk. Okay, I'm going to tell them all that. But I got a couple things I want to say, too. So can I, can I at least take the time to voice my opinion? Shout out to all the ballplayers out there listening to me right now. If you got something to say about Michael Vick, good, bad, or indifference, that stereotype that continues to be perpetuated throughout society by God only knows who, of dumb jocks, hey, we ain't gonna, we're not going to stand up for this. We will not stand up for this any longer. Roger Goodell, that's too much power. That is too much power for one man. I remember one time I was watching a movie. I went to see one of the greatest movies of all time I've ever seen, Malcolm X. And Spike Lee, shout out to Spike Lee, Denzel, shout out to Denzel, did an excellent job of directing that movie. And I'll never forget when Malcolm X was standing outside, I believe it was the, the police station or the courthouse. And all of those people who were in support of him were standing there and he waved his hand and they moved in one direction. I believe the next line that was mentioned in the movie was that is too much power for one man. And I'm saying this right now. Roger Goodell. He makes one statement. He takes one position. Now, is, is he getting together? And is he, you know, I'm sure there's some information he's gathering. But who else is weighing in on a decision that he's making on this particular case is the only one I'm interested in right now? Michael Vick. What else and who else is he having conversations with? Because I think that's too much power for one man. And I'm sure there's some other current and former professional athletes that think that's just too much power for one man. This is not a dictatorship. He should not be a dictator. You know, it should be a, a, a body, a collective body of people to get together. Man, I'm really enjoying this. I, you know, I got a little Jay-Z coming in at the same time. That's the right kind of music for what I'm on right now. I'm talking about Don't Be Scared. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. Roger Goodell, that's too much power for one man. We'll be right back after this break. We'll talk about that some more. 
to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports so andy serling packed his bags left the city and is enjoying his temporary digs in saratoga but that won't stop us from bringing you playing to win the best online handicapping show for serious horse players catch andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of august on location from the beautiful saratoga race course he and his guests are some of the best in the biz they bring you new insights to making money and they tell it like it is i'm three five one in this race but the three is very much the one to be we're going to completely disagree on this race i absolutely disagree Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Okay, we're back. Of course, you're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. Let me give a shout-out to a couple of people. Shout-out to Mike Lombardi. Uh, hooked up with Mike on LinkedIn. Haven't, uh, it's been some years since I've uh, seen or talked to Mike, and uh, certainly he's doing a great job on the NFL Network. And uh, uh, a good man, a great executive with us uh, on that Cleveland Browns 1986 team when I was there the last year. Uh, uh, I, I'm sorry, Mike was in the 87 season, I believe, but I uh, uh, look forward to speaking with Mike and perhaps maybe having him as a guest here on my show. I certainly would like to have him. I hope he will join me. Uh, also, uh, and I've been hitting my head too many times. I, I, I can make I can give excuses, not make. I can give excuses, legitimate excuses that I forget some things sometimes. You've been hitting your head as many times as I have. You forget some stuff, too. And I, I'm not just talking about my mama slapping me upside my head. I've been hit in my head too many times but i just want to take the time to acknowledge the 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 outstanding game that was pitched by the pitcher the other day a perfect baseball game i was a pitcher when i was a little kid and 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 i never did that you know uh you know and it's you know you can do it 
probably got a greater chance to do it when you're younger than you do at the professional league. I think it's only been done maybe three times ever, maybe, maybe more than three, but I wouldn't doubt that. Not too many more times than three, but a perfect game, which means he's probably faced 27 batters, nine innings, three, you know, wow. Uh, that's a great number. I like that number, 27. But just shout out and congratulations to the young man who uh, who accomplished that. I, I also, again, been hitting my head too many times. Uh, forget the boxer that we lost last week. I want to take a moment of silence out for him uh, and his family. Uh, I think it was some real stupid stuff. I think his car was, a, somebody was attempting to jack his car. They might have been somewhat successful in doing that. I think he the report was he chased the car. He was shooting at them. They were shooting at him, and obviously they uh, connected. Excuse me, and uh, wow, did I do that? Did I burp like that? Gosh, what was that? But anyway, he did that. This is just my show. I can do that. Uh, but, you know, his family, gosh, man. G- listen, guns don't kill people. People kill people with guns but if you take the guns away i think it's very seldom are people beating people to death as much as they are shooting them with guns so that kind of gives you some idea of what i feel about guns uh, don't make them so easily accessible and you know listen if somebody's got a gun you know like they always say hey don't don't take a knife to a gun fight if somebody's got a gun, okay, listen, your life is too important. I know it's too late for that young man, but certainly for those of you in the future, if you're faced with that, um, and, and I can share some stories from back in my days. I don't, I don't want to share those stories because, you know, but I, there's too many of my friends that I've lost to gun violence. So let me just take a second out just to pay my respects to the boxer that was lost as a result of being shot to death why his car was being jacked. Okay, I'm back. Those are my respects. Now, let me get back to the man who's got too much power. Yeah, y'all thought I forgot about that. No, I did not forget about that. See, I'm not a dumb jock. I'm not going to forget about that. And I think many, too many people think that athletes are dumb and they're stupid. But there are just too many things that are happening to athletes and that happen to athletes that they are manipulated by people who, who think they have a level of intelligence that is superior to those of the athletes. And we sit in the same classrooms that they sit in. But it's the power. And where is the power? Okay, now I'm going to tell you where the power is. The kind of power that Roger Goodell is able to exercise He's able to wave the wand of gold. He who has the gold makes the rules. His money is his power. And he has the money of those advertisers of which other people have acknowledged the fact that he's trying to protect the image of the game. So he thinks that Peter and some other organization, I guess. And, 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 and believe me, I have respect for so many people who have accomplished what these young men have accomplished because it's not easy. And sometimes the discretion of which they use is not the best. But once there is a judge 
that makes a decision. It's the high court of which is what we are judged by. You go into the court. The judge makes a ruling, and that's what you live by. If you're put on probation, it's I thought that there's a probationary period, and once that's exhausted, then you're relieved of those duties uh, or those obligations to stay where they told you to stay or do what they told you to do. Then you kind of get another chance to start over again. Michael Vick needs his chance to start over again. Roger Goodell, if you add up, all the money you probably took from all the guys last year combined, you know, all the the, the players. I don't think it's going to be what you took from Michael Vick in one year. The man was in jail. Jesus Christ, the man was in jail. You know, a dog. Now, again, <laughs> it's something different. But people have killed people. There's some people that have killed people. There's some people that have been accused of, of raping women. You know, there are a lot of things that have been done. America has proven they will get over it. Bill Clinton, my goodness, the cigar man. We, we, we get over that. We can get over things. People will forget about the dog incident. You know, I don't see people. Maybe they do protest outside of arenas that Kobe Bryant goes to. But people got over that. You know, I think we just have to get over what might if you keep bringing it up, Roger Goodell, by punishing him over and over and over again. It's like, wow, you know, how many times can a man pay for the same crime over and over again? He committed the crime. Let's move on. But you've got too much power. And I'm asking the players, don't be scared. Step up. If you, I don't care if you're tweeting. I don't care if you're Facebooking, MySpacing, emailing, texting protesting just let Roger Goodell know okay they brought you in you know to bring discipline to the NFL okay you've done your job but now you're going a bit too far you need to stop now that that's enough enough is enough Michael has paid the price it's time to let the man go to work and to do his job you know, yes, believe me, you know, before I had children, I had a beautiful dog. I loved my dog. My dog passed away. Nobody killed him. He, he, he passed away. I have a special affinity for, for dogs. I don't like cats. I can look at them, but I don't like cats. <laughs> but, okay, I don't, wanna, I don't want anybody killing dogs either. But if the man has, you know, done the time for the crime, let him go. Too much power. Roger Goodell. So players, step up. If you got a tweet, tweet that man. Say something. Don't don't be scared. See, it, what, what are players scared of? They're scared of what, again, what I said, Roger's power is in the money. Take the money from the players. They won't say anything. That's why you can't get NFL players, NBA players, hockey players, tennis players, golfers to stand up and, and really use the, the power and influence that they have for causes, because they're too worried about the fact that you're going to take their money from them. Hell, there's some things that are going on pretty soon, and I'm going to have a series of special shows, not just one. But there are some issues going on now about if indeed the fact that if a college player has exhausted his eligibility, if the university continues to make 
revenue off of his or her likeness, should they be compensated for that? Yes, in my opinion, they should. We're not, we're not going to talk about it, but I don't think anybody wants to step up and talk about that. Why? The repercussions could be, well, guess what? Your son ain't going to get a scholarship. Your daughter's not going to get a scholarship. We don't want them here. We're going to have problems with you in, in the past. When you, we're going to have problems with you, you and your children in the future. You're going to be coming back to us thinking you deserve money. Well, we signed some documents back in the day. Let's take a look at those documents. But you, you see what I mean? Scared. Scared. Mark Cuban ain't scared. Mark Cuban doesn't want you taking his product, his investment. He owns it. It's his content. He doesn't want you making revenue off of his stuff. So, you know, what, athletes, are we? No, we're not dumb jocks. We're, we're a little scared every now and then. We don't want to lose the money. If the money goes, how do you get it back? How do you replace that income? You stepping up and stepping out on something that you believe in. You know, and so that's right now. There are so many guys, they're having conversations at the water fountain. When they get together, they texting each other. You know, they see each other. Yeah, they're talking about Mike. But they won't step up. They won't say that, hey, Roger Goodell, that's too much power. Leave Michael Vick alone. Let him play. How you get viewership is you have great, exciting football games on TV, and you got one of the most exciting players to ever play the game. You got this wildcat formation now that everybody can't seem to solve, and you got the wildest cat of them all in handcuffs. Well, at least the federal system took the handcuffs off of him, but you put him back in it. And so you're depriving us, those of us who are fans and want to see exciting football, of one of the most exciting players that ever played this game. Now, is he the greatest passer? Maybe not, but a quarterback does more than just pass. At least the quarterback of today does. And so, listen, give Michael that chance to play ball and bring some excitement back to some of these boring teams out here. We don't ever want to have another 0-16 team, and you force that game to us on Thanksgiving Day. Now, that's a real turkey. Talking about eating turkey, that's some turkey right there. So, hey, don't do that. Give us the best of the best. Let the best play. The man has served his time. So I think it's time to let him play. And ease up off the power pedal. Roger, ease up off of it. Give the man a chance. Okay, I got that. I got that out of my system. When we come back, we're going to talk about a few other things. We're going to talk about maybe the Broncos, maybe Brett, maybe Tony Dungy. You know, just a few things, maybe about who needs to perform on the field this year in terms of players, else they may be out of here. I'll be out of here for a couple seconds, then we're going to be back because we're taking a commercial break. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. Seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high- 
high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Form. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Form or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. I can take care of myself. I can make a peanut butter sandwich. I can brush my teeth and I can give myself a bath. I can walk home alone from school. I can pick dinner from the trash behind the deli. I can watch the baby for the whole weekend. I can keep a baseball bat by my bed just in case there's trouble. Don't worry about me. I can take care of myself. If you're in jail, who'll be there to take care of your family? Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference most valuable player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters, and I'm enjoying myself, man. Let me tell you something. It is hot. All right, this is my third year here in Phoenix, and I'm telling you, you know, they can say what you want to in terms of, yeah, you, you adjust to the heat. You don't adjust to no heat. You got to turn the air conditioner, man. It is hot. It is, it is really hot. Oh, man, this is like 110. And it's about, it may go to 113 or something like that. This is, oh, sure, they need to do something about this heat out here. I don't know what they're going to do about it. But anyway, uh, let me move on a little bit. Uh, there was one thing I wanted to talk about in, in particular. I, I know last week, uh, I think as I was winding the showdown, I decided to take a look at um, the various conferences and uh, and looking at the teams and and talking about who was in trouble and in terms of the coaches and the various divisions and, uh, you know, who was, who was pretty safe and who wasn't. And I don't think I got a chance to, to go through all the divisions uh, that I wanted to. So I think I, I finished up the AFC 
and didn't get a chance to to go into the NFC. And so as I look at the the NFC North in particular, uh, you want to you want to look at the NFC North. You want to think about you know okay that 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 conference there. You know one thing about the NFC North. A couple years ago they did have a representative in in the Super Bowl. They had the Chicago Bears, even though they didn't win. Uh, they lost to the Indianapolis Colts. Um, you know, they have had a representative in the Super Bowl here in the last, you know, three, four, five years. But if you look at that division, the fact that the Detroit Lions is in there, you know, it doesn't give them a whole lot of credibility because of the fact, you know, in, in terms of is it a tough division? You got a team that doesn't win a game. You know, it can't be that tough. But then. You know, you you got some interesting scenarios there because, again, the Chicago Bears, you know, the Bears are just a player or two away from really making some things happen. You know, we got shout out to my man Dez. Uh, of course, Dez Clark, you can listen to uh, Dez's show here on Voice America Sports. In fact, Dez will be on in a few hours. Uh, but the Chicago Bears, you know, hey, you can't say Lovey's really in the hot seat. But then there's a possibility that he that he could be, uh, you know, because people, they, you know, they just they don't want to give you time anymore. They want you to win. And as I said, he's just a couple players away, um, you know, and then, of course, you know, Denver quarterback now is in uh, in Chicago. So, you know, Chicago is making some interesting moves. Uh, but I think in this division, you know, I don't want to say that Childers is the guy up in Minnesota to be on the hot seat with the Brett Favre stuff and all that, you know, perhaps maybe, you know, maybe, you know, he, he may be on the hot seat, but I, I wouldn't say of, in terms of the, the heat intensity, like it's hot out here in Arizona. I wouldn't say necessarily that the heat intensity uh, in that division would lie uh, on children. Nope. I'm going to turn the heater up. I'm going to put Mike McCarthy under the radar. You know, Mike, win or get the hell out. Win or go home. You know, because you are kind of the reason that we're going through all this Brett Favre saga anyway. I'm okay with the Brett. Whenever Brett comes back and wants to play, you know, I'm not going to take my ball and say, no, if you let Brett play, I, you know, I don't want to participate anymore. No, Brett, can, if he wants to play and he can play, Brett can play. But, Mike, all this is your fault. All you had to do was keep Brett there. That's all you had to do. But right now, you didn't. So what you got to do now is you got to win, Mike. You got to win, and you got to go beyond just being in the playoffs. You know, you were just in the NFC Championship game a couple years ago with Brett. And so now, you know, you want to make some changes. You know, you felt like the Hall of Fame quarterback that you had, you know, that nah, that just, you know, that wasn't what you wanted to keep. You wanted to make some changes, so, you know, you've made some changes. You, you've made changes, and, and so now it, it definitely is it's on you, Mike. You, you've got to win, and you've got to, you've got to make it happen. And, and if you don't make it happen, then you've got to go. I mean, plain and simple, you've got to go. You know, we've given you enough time there in Green Bay. You know, you, 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 you've, you've had some weapons on that team. You know, you got some weapons there now, but, you know, you, you let Brett go. You know, Aaron was your man, you know. And so if you're going to live with Aaron, then you're going to have to die with Aaron. And 
you know, last year, I mean, he didn't have a bad season. I mean, a quarterback rating of 93, almost 94, that, that's, that, that's not bad. That's okay. You know, and, and uh, you know, for over 4,000 yards, okay. And, 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 and the touchdown, the interception ratio, that was damn good too. But we ain't playing horseshoes here. No, uh-uh. You, you got to deliver. Else you just got to go. You, you just got to go. You mean that? I mean, I'm going to turn the heat up on Mike McCarthy there. In that division, and uh, I'm gonna give Childers a pass to the to the year, the following year. But uh, Mike McCarthy, you know, either you got to get that Green Bay team to the NFC Championship, that's where you need to go, NFC Championship or bust for the Green Bay Packers. That's it. I'm not gonna put the pressure of the Super Bowl because I'm gonna wait and pick who my Super Bowl teams will be. But that, that's where he needs to go. I mean, that, and that's his, that's his fault. Nobody else's fault. That's his fault. He asked for it. Okay. So let, let's move on to the NFC South. Now, I find this to be a, a very, very interesting division. It's a good division. I, I think we all will agree that, of course, um, you know, Atlanta Falcons was a surprise team. No doubt about it. You know, we didn't expect that. Um, we expected, you know, far less, you know, of course, all the things we know was happening with Mike and stuff like that. We just did not expect them uh, to have the season that they had. And, um, certainly, you know, last year was a season, I think that, you know, for a number of reasons, you know, you know, people will always certainly remember that season and think that, of course, you know, head coach, uh, Mike Smith did a great job with what he was faced with. And the team responded, and 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 they rallied uh, to do what they possibly, you know, to be the best they possibly could be, and uh, and they did a good job of that. They they truly did um, a good job of that. So, Mike, I want to congratulate you. You you did a good job, man. You got some pressure on you. I'm not gonna put you in the heater. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna turn the heat up on you. But man, the bar. You know, you've done such a good job last year. That of course you know we're expecting you to do you know great things again this year. You play some exciting football down there. We're looking for you know exciting football again this year. So uh, you know hopefully that that will happen. But um, I'm not going to put you in that heater seat. Uh, let me see who am I going to put in that heater seat? You know you look at the Carolina Panthers and and the New Orleans Saints and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, you know, Tampa, you know, Tampa Bay, you know, we, we, I don't think you know what you want to do. I don't think they know what's going on down there in Tampa Bay. You know, no, the expectation is not there. We don't expect to see you, you know, in the playoffs. You know, we, we you know, it's just we enjoyed the Warren Sapp generation, you know, football back in there, you know, work done and all them cats. We OK. But Tony Dungy, Herman Edwards, all them guys when they were down there, that was good. But. Right now, nah, okay, not too much expectations. But the New Orleans Saints, oh, man. I, you know, the New Orleans Saints, it, it could be close. You know, a couple years ago, you were playing around, you know, with the Eagles in, in the playoff games down there. And it, it, Sean, let me just say this, Sean Payton, I don't know. You know, Sean, I, you know, I, I just think that, you know, you guys are, you know, you, you got a pretty potent offense. I mean, you, you, you're moving the ball, you're putting some points up on the board, 
you know, you're doing a lot of things. But, you know, your, your running game last year was, you know, kind of weak. And injuries, you know, well, well, you know. Uh, but, man, Reggie, you broke up with your girl. <laughs> maybe it's time for you to start. Uh, maybe you're concentrating on football now. Talking about Reggie Bush, we know that. Everybody know what Reggie we talking about when we call him out like that. You know, bring his girl into the picture. But, uh, man, Sean, it's time to deliver. That's just the bottom line. It's time to deliver. And I'm going to say you you halfway under the heater. If you ain't completely, you know, the radar ain't completely on you, it's only because a part of it is also focused, you know, a little bit, you know, up the road from you. And that is the Carolina Panthers. You know, I just, you know, the the Panthers, they just, they, they tease us too much. You know, sometimes you look at what they got, and it could just be Steve Smith. Maybe they just, maybe they just think, you know, he's Superman, you know, and he can do it all. But, uh, that, that, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to split that. Peyton and Fox. Yeah, maybe I can split that and throw them both up under the heater in that division. Because they need to, they need to get to the NFC Championship game, both of them. Well, those coaches need to go, need to say goodbye to them. Well, I'm just three quarters of the way through before you say goodbye to me. You've been listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm gonna take a break, and I'm gonna be back. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Hard Hitting Radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard Hitting Radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. 
Joe Cribs, No Average Joe is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball, deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at Tough the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we... We cover, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Railroad Sports on the Voice America Network. And, of course, I was uh, continuing to go through the, the various divisions and make my decisions. And I, I'm sure some of you are probably wondering, you know, why why would I throw Fox up under, you know, the bus? He, he hasn't been there that long, you know, and only only had a few years. And and he has he's changed that team a lot. There's a lot of people that, you know, uh, you know, on the offense and defensive side of the ball that were, you know, starters before he got there that are no longer there. You know, so the, the team kind of, you know, it's his team now. And I think uh, what he got there in 2007, 2008. So this may be his third year, you know, third or fourth year, I think third year. But you just don't get that much time. And the Carolina Panthers, it's just a team, even before he got there, that was on the brink. And so everybody just thought, okay, they're going to they're gonna get to that next level, to that, to, to clear that hurdle, and, and they're going to make something happen. And so that, that's why. You know, it's it's the team. You know, just because you come in, you know, it's the expectations of the team. And if you're a part of that team, then you inherit the expectations of the fans and the general public as to what they expect out of that team. And if you don't make it happen, you know, wow, okay, you didn't make it happen, but the Carolina Panthers didn't make it happen. If you're in that seat of head coach, we give you a couple years, and, and you got you to gotta go. You know, it's just... Not a lot of time nowadays, you know, it's either, you know, get it done or get out. So, but, but I, I think, uh, I think Sean Payton may be the guy, you know, the Saints, people have been expecting the Saints to do something. Okay, they're close. The Saints going to do something. So, no, I'm going to keep the way I had it. They're going to share that seat. They got, the two of them got to make something happen or I'm looking for changes, you know. And now I'm going to skip down to the NFC West. No, I, let me go. Let me go to the black and blue division. The black and blue division, of course, we all know is the NFC East. You know, the NFC East. And, uh, you know, of course, that's a division of which, you know, some of the oldest teams in the NFL, you know, and as a matter of fact, every team. And I don't think you can say that about any other division. And I may have to check myself, but I'm almost sure. You can't say that about any other division. I know you can't. Yeah, I know you can't. Oh, wait a second. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. There's another division that just uh, made it. Uh, maybe two other divisions that have had the pleasure of doing that. 
I, I almost made a terrible mistake. I was going to say other divisions of which every team has represented themselves, not one, but represented themselves uh, in the Super Bowl. And the division of which I want to talk about next, they certainly accomplished that last year. The NFC West accomplished that. They joined that elite group last year. And I think the AFC West uh, is a part of that uh, elite group. I believe the San Diego Chargers. Wow. I told you I've been hitting my head too many times. If, if the AFC West is not a part of that elite group, shame on the damn San Diego Chargers. Because they've had enough talent over the years that they should have been. But I think they may have been. So let me get back to this favorite group of mine. The NFC East, the black and blue division, the football division. Dallas Cowboys, New York Giants, Philadelphia Eagles, and the Washington Redskins. That division. Now, which coach would you believe out of that division is on the hot seat? We don't even have to ask that question. I mean, everybody in the world knows the answer to that question. If you don't know the answer to that question of which coach in that division is on the hot seat, then you are not a football fan and you've not been watching. But I hate to mention it because I think he's a decent man and I don't want to just throw him under the bus like that. But Wade, they built a stadium down there that might be close to a billion dollars. You got to do you got to fill the house that that is that's the house that Jerry Jones built. And I'm telling you, it is for you down there, Wade Phillips. It is Super Bowl or bust. That, that's all it is. It's Super Bowl or bust. The only reason why they may not want you to go, they may not take Super Bowl or bust for you this year, is that they possibly could believe that, you know what, if Wade just gets us to the playoffs this year or maybe, you know, lets us win a playoff game, which you haven't done since God only knows when, but if they would just win a playoff game this year, Perhaps they might let you stay around for the simple reason I believe that this year the Super Bowl is in Miami. The next year is going to be in Dallas. So they probably are feeling that, hey, if he just gets us to the playoffs and wins a game or gets us to the playoffs, then we stand a better chance to come back the next year and make the playoffs again and maybe make it to the Super Bowl. But if we get rid of him and bring in a new staff, we probably won't be able to host that Super Bowl in our own stadium. And I know that's what everybody down here in Dallas is hoping, that the team improves, makes it to the Super Bowl this year, or makes it to the playoffs and wins the game, so they could at least feel good about that. And then they take that energy into the next season knowing that the Super Bowl is going to be in Dallas, and then they could host it there at that beautiful spaceship that they built. But that ain't going to happen. That, that's not going to happen. I'm going to will that not to happen. Shout out to Ed's Ed Wisniewski, Ed Wisniewski, Wisniewski, yeah, Ed Wisniewski. Ed, you know who you are. Ed used to be the PR director when I was, of course, with the Philadelphia Eagles. LinkedIn again. Shout out to Ed. But listen, Wade, that's your seat, man. You, I mean, of all the seats that are the hottest throughout the entire divisions and, and the conferences, you it, it's hotter than it is in Arizona in your seat right now, Wade Phillips. You know you have to win. T.O. is gone. I mean, T.O. is, you know, I think the other day my daughter might even ask me, where's Buffalo at? Nobody even knows where Buffalo is at, where it's located. Nobody knows. I know I didn't. I shouldn't have said it. You don't say where it's at. Nobody knows where Buffalo's located in the United States of America. Buffalo what? Buff- it's Buffalo, New York. It's on the map now. T.O. 
has taken and put Buffalo on the map and the conscience of people in the United States of America. He's driving that economy there. I bet you those people, every little penny they have, they're spending it. People are buying jerseys. They're buying hats. They're saving their money. They're going to buy tickets. They're going to go to games. They're going to root for the Buffalo Bills. All because of what? Because of the Dallas Cowboys got rid of T.O. And now they put more pressure on themselves. And Wade, man, you are in trouble. All this. All this because they got rid of T.O. Now, I'm not sure that was your decision. You know, probably your most productive player, if you, you know, if you're going to be under the gun and you have to perform, you have to win games, you would hope that they would let me have my most productive player, my best player. I hope he would still be on my team, but he's a bad locker room guy. So, you know, again, you're going to win the game in the locker room, but you're going to lose it on the field because you got rid of T.O. So if that's what you want to do, Wade, that's okay. Jerry, if that's what you want to do, that's okay. But this man, Wade Phillips, that's his mugshot that's out there on their site. He better win or you need to get rid of him. Definitely. The Dallas Cowboys, America's team, and they can't even win a playoff game. Come on. Let's be for real. Okay, now let's go to the NFC West because my time is running down. In the hot seat, NFC West. Well, nobody's really in the hot seat in the NFC West. You know, if there was anybody that could possibly be in the hot seat in the NFC West, you know, it it would have been, you know, the former coach of, uh, you know, of of the Seahawks, but he's the former coach. So he's gone. So now there's a new coach. And that's Jim Moore. And Jim, you've been a coach before. You know, there's pressure. So I'm going to put the pressure on you. Not that they're going to get rid of you, but you're going to have the most pressure to perform. Those Arizona Cardinals, hey, Wiz, it's hard. They don't think you can make it back, man. Tell them you can make it back. Show them you can make it back. Hey, Mike, Mike in San Francisco, come on, Mike. Can't win with them. Can't play with them. Can't win with them. Got to do something. And the Rams, (laughs) ram it up, baby. Come on, Rams, do something. Used to be the greatest show on turf. It used to be. All right. My time is running out. I got music. I got Jay-Z. He's saying goodbye to me. So I got to say goodbye to you. You've been listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. And I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. Hey, goodbye.